Welcome to Modern Day Abigails, a women's outreach of Calvary Chapel Pearland. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So let's listen to God's Word, where everyday lives transform, and where we can become the women God created us to be. had broken hearts I had to get healed and I had to work on my relationship with the Lord I had to work on it I mean because I where was else was I gonna go and you know what else your husband does it when he talks when he stands up at the pulpit he talks about how the Lord's yeah you know been showing him things he doesn't always say what they are but you know he doesn't have to that's between him and the Lord and um and he's always talking about how you know the Lord showed me this the Lord showed me that and you know it was real hard to take and yeah you know so he's he's doing some evolving too yeah we're both we're both because we're working the same thing as we in Ray tells it and he's told it in his um sermons before you know one day this guy walked up and said Jesus is trying to get close to you you need to let him Mm-hmm. Because and he had had past well, bad, that's a slap. yeah well mm-hmm. he had had past bad relationships yeah. same thing mm-hmm. put up a wall keep mm-hmm. yourself protected mm-hmm. because I don't want to go through that again but we often do that to Jesus yeah and I'm here to say ladies because I I know we're on a rule rabbit trail and you're probably thinking when are you going to get the not book? really it's all relationship yeah. based but it's based, but this is what yeah, yeah you're right this is what the Jesus is saying. You know, I want a relationship with you. In fact, I'm going to read Hosea. Unless you've got something else, I'm going to read Hosea. What? He wants us to take down our survival walls. Yes, he does. Yeah. He now, does. Now, you're talking You're you're talking a lot because it's your thing. Yes. Do you want me to read and give you a break? Or? No, I'm okay, good. Go you for know. it. That way I don't get off. Okay. Otherwise, sure. But thank you. So okay. we're going to talk about Hosea because this is where the Lord is really showing that relationship. Now, he is speaking to his the, the people, the Jews. And if you know a little bit about the book of Hosea, God told Hosea to basically go, hey, I need you to go uh, marry a prophet. I mean, a uh, prophet. <laughs> Not Try even that again. Close. Not even close. <laughs> Try this again. Exact opposite. Yeah. I need you to go marry a prostitute because that's what Israel was to God. They had prostituted themselves. They'd given themselves to other gods. We do it all the time. We just rename them. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, well, sure. I'm not a bell worshiper. Yeah, you probably are. And you just don't realize it yeah. because you renamed it as something else. Yeah. So that's whatever what, your addiction or your yeah, poison is. Yeah, exactly. Um, alcohol, it could be alcohol. Mm-hmm. It could be drugs. It sure. could be sex. It could be, you know what? I want to say it to women who read all the time and never get out of their books. I was one of them. Mm-hmm. I can speak because I was one of them. Because you crawl up into your you, own little yep. world. I'm in my own little world. I can ignore everything else and I can see how it's going to go. And um, it, it, so that can be also your, your worship. So just because you don't call them Baal doesn't mean it doesn't have another name. Right. So that's what was happening in the book of Hosea at the time. The Lord was trying to show Israel, you're prostituted yourself. You left me, but hang on. I had made a promise and I don't, I do not stop my promises. And he said in Hosea 2, 16 through 23, and it shall be in that day, says the Lord, that you will call me my husband and no longer call me my master. Very big difference. Some people want to try to say, well, the husband's the master. No, no, no. There's a difference between husband and master. For I will take from her mouth the names of the Baals, and they shall be remembered by their names no more. And that day I will make a covenant for them with the beast of the field, with the birds of the air, and with the creeping things of the ground, bow and sword of battle, I will shatter from the earth to make them lie down safely. It's all about protection. I will betroth you to me forever. 
Yes, I will betroth you to me in righteousness and justice, in loving kindness and mercy. I will betroth you to me in faithfulness, and you shall know the Lord. It shall come to pass that day that I will answer, says the Lord. I will answer the heavens, and they shall answer the earth. The earth shall answer with grain and with new wine, with oil. They shall answer Jezreel. Then I will sow her for myself in the earth, and I will have mercy on her who had not obtained mercy. Then I will say to those who were not my people, you are my people, and they shall say, you are my God. Joanna, where is the compromise in that? Isn't this Song of Solomon's all wrapped up in pretty much one yeah. section? Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to find that out. Yes, we are. This is the Fantastic. Lord. Yes, and the Lord had made a promise, and he's saying, I'm going to keep my promise. I'm not going to compromise. He doesn't renege. No, he does not. He does not go back on his, with his word. Ever. Nope. And um, it may feel like that because he's not on our timing. Right. But he does not renege on his promise. Exactly. And that's where we go into Jeremiah, because the marriage that Hosea was talking about, that God was talking about in the book of Hosea, it could not be consummated until sin was dealt with. And that's about the new covenant. Yeah. Jeremiah 31, 34. No more shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his brother saying, know the Lord. For they all shall know me from the least of them to the greatest of them, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity and their sin I will remember no more. Now buckle up, ladies. Y'all ready? That word I'm is, ready. <laughs> is the Hebrew word yada, which is the same Adam knew his wife and she conceived. Yada is a primitive root to know properly, to ascertain by seeing. Used in a great variety of senses. So basically, the Lord is using the word consummated is to know, to give. It's a sexual term. That intimacy. It is not, I know you. Intimate than than that. that. And God had to use that word because how else would we understand what he meant? to be more intimate with us. I know my coworkers, but I do not know my coworkers like I know my husband. Very big difference. Yeah. So God had to say, how do I show you that I know you unless I use it in terms of a marriage, a sexual relationship in marriage? That we can understand. Yes. So that's why that's important. And that was... I mean, everybody understands yeah. the intimacy of... Marriage. Yeah. And if you've been hurt, though, you're not going to want it. No. And that's the problem is, and that's what yeah. the type of intimacy, not like physical like that. Um, but he wants that deep, intimate relationship where you know him and he knows you. That you can Inside go to him. Out. Yeah. Where he can, you can go to him no matter what. Like David used to go to God like, hey, I, I, I messed up. God's like, yeah, I know. But I got you. Yeah. We, he wants that relationship with us where we go and say, hey, I know I messed up. And he goes, I got you. Hey, I need to do this, or I need to talk. I cannot tell you how many times I have had meltdowns. Nobody in the house. It's just me and the Lord, and I'll have a total meltdown. And I will cry, and I will fuss, and I have thrown things, and then I have my temper tantrum, and then I sit down, and I go, I'm sorry. And he'll go, yeah, all right, it's okay, I got you. Now clean up your mess, and we're going to get through this. Yeah, sometimes our mess, we can't clean it up. Sometimes he has to help. Sometimes I say, Lord, I can't. I don't even know how to do damage control yeah. on this. I n- literally need you to step in and fix it because I can't. Yeah. Well, mine was because I literally threw everything off my desk. 
Oh, okay. Well, that's different. Yeah. But, I, but there are some situations <laughs> yes, that we, we, yeah. we can't yeah. fix it. And I have done that. I have gone to the Lord like, Lord, I don't even know what to do here. I can't do this. I'm about yeah. to just lose it. You're going to have to do something because I can't do anything. Yeah, help, and I've had help, other help. relationships in that where I've said, look, yeah. I'm, I'm going to lose it. You're going to have to help. Step in. Yeah. But that's usually, he waits for that. Because when I say, God, I can't do it, you're going to have to do it. That's him knowing that, good, you're going to get out of my way. Step back and watch him work. He's like, good, I needed you out of the way, but you wouldn't get out of my way. Have you ever had that child who just won't leave your leg? Or, oh my gosh, my pets. It's like a daycare this last week, Joanna. Because (laughs) they have been, the, the, the cat, the old cat's been picking on the old dog. And I hear the scream around the house. Then he's like attached to my leg. I've tripped over the dog three times because he's trying to avoid the cat. Then the cat goes find somebody else to terrorize. That sounds you know. super fun. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, God, we do that to God sometimes. We're, we're right there. And he's like, I need you out of the way. Get, get, move yeah. to the side. I need you out of the way. Yeah. Let me work. Yeah. Then we can, we can do this, but I need you out of the way. And that's when he's waiting for us. That When I have my meltdowns, that's usually my way of saying, okay, I'm going to get out of the way now. Yeah. Just go sit on the couch. Relax a minute. I got this. Yeah. I had a, a, a meltdown the other day because of something happened. And, and Ray, you know, bless his heart, he he tried to talk to me. It wasn't going well, but he stayed calm. He just sat there. I thought, oh, that's weird. Why are you just sitting there staring at me? Because I'm like cleaning house because when I get upset, I clean house. Mm-hmm. So I was cleaning everything. And finally he goes, you're going to go eat. We're going to go eat. So he gets me in the car and he goes, you have a broken heart over this. We need to talk about it. Ooh. Yeah. We still don't know what it is, but have felt better since. <laughs> Never identified it, but hey, saying that it was a broken heart, not knowing where it came from, I guess the Lord's like, it's not really, you don't need to know where it came from. Yeah. You just need to identify it and move forward. Yeah. So uh, it's been a lot better. I don't think I've had a, I don't, it's not been as bad since. Okay. I have, a, I have a bad habit, ladies, if you're wondering. I have a bad habit of tearing myself apart. Nobody has to tear me up because I can do it all by myself just fine. You yeah. know, enemy doesn't have to send yeah. anybody. <laughs> he just has me attack me. It's kind of yeah. like, I don't know, immune. <laughs> yeah. So that is your thing. Yeah, it is. But since then, we each have our own thing. Yeah. That's yours. And but since then, it's been a lot calmer and I have not gone that direction. So something worked. Anyway. Excellent. Or so, maybe just your husband yeah, being I there think, for you. Yeah. And it was probably just you telling know? me you need to identify yeah. this. Bearing the burden yeah. with you. And we need to move forward. It worked. He also has learned that sometimes feeding me does a lot. Yes. Because <laughs> I forget to eat. I don't like eating anymore. Yeah. Darn it. And then we get hangry and then uh-huh. our emotions are a mess. Exactly. So we're going to go to verse two. Yep. Solomon, um, Songs of Solomon, chapter one, verse two. Let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth, for your love is better than wine. All right. The Lord is passionate for us. She is willing res- to receive him, obviously, because she's kissing him with his mouth. Technically, typically, you don't just kiss anybody. I don't just kiss anybody. Now, we might have a European listener who's saying, oh, we kiss on the cheek and all the time. That's that's fine. But that's somebody, you know, I don't think you technically usually let a stranger do that. It's usually somebody, you know, um, you're going to die if you try that with me. <laughs> we had a guy apparently uh, there's a true fact <laughs> we had a guy apparently at work he was an older man he just loved to come up to women and hug them and all this and my my poor boss at the time because i've had like seven or eight can't remember i lost count the other day um she jumps out of her office across her desk trying to get to that guy because do not go near her do not touch her you will die yeah pretty much <laughs> so um i have gotten better about that since then i do a little bit better hugging but not great but in this point when she says let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth that is a more um a willingness to receive 
we have to be willing to receive Jesus. Um, I've met people who want Jesus, but they're not willing to receive him or build a relationship. They want it like uh, they want it like Santa Claus. Yeah, I believe in him. Okay, that's nice. You don't develop a relationship with Santa. That's Jesus. You need to develop a relationship with Jesus. I had a guy one day say, well, what if you don't believe in Jesus? I'm like, he's not Santa Claus just because you don't believe in him. It gives away. Jesus is there. He's not going to go anywhere. Truth is truth, whether you believe it or not. Truth is truth. Facts are facts. And, you know, he wants to build a relationship. Um, We have a very throwaway society. Our generation is very much about throwing people away. Oh, I don't like them. Forget them. I don't want them. Um, Because many people don't understand that relationship with commitment. I mean, you can watch TV and figure that out. Except maybe the Hallmark Channel. Don't don't go there. Don't even get her started. No, don't even go there. Um, Because, yeah, just roll eyes. It doesn't work like that either. Um, because, you know, Anna, they always get the guy. It does work like that. They always fall in love. Come on. Super sarcasm here. I'm about to, I'm jamming. I'm don't, like, I'm so glad we're sitting so, across I'm gonna the say, room sometimes from I each think other. We really, do, slap me, we really do need to video this sometimes because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> seriously? Oh, look, the look I just got. Uh, she hates the Hallmark channel, by the way. Yeah, for I those don't know. It's just, it's ridiculous. Um, but, Unrealistic, right? Have you, you and have you ever noticed this in movies? It drives me insane. Ray knows this now. If the couple has a great relationship, I guarantee you, ninety nine percent of the time, one of them dies. Every time, think about it. We just watched it the other day. It was um. I'm gonna be paying attention. Which was the William Wallace one? Um, Braveheart. Braveheart. What happened? It's not even the real story. What happened? Oh, they have a great relationship. She dies. Most of the movies I I've seen watched it forever. Yeah, I get, but she have. Yeah, she died. Oh, yeah, okay. that's the reason he he he's all up in arms. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. His so girl Ray, does die. Yeah. Ray puts it on the other day. I'm like, why are we watching this? He goes, what's wrong with it? And I'm like, it's so sad. She dies. So we're getting to the part. He goes, I think this is when you take a shower. So yeah, I think this is when I take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> I take a shower. I'm not going to watch that scene. Um, it's but, a pretty But if they have a bad scene. relationship, it always works out in the end. Die Hard is a great example. They're about to get a divorce. What happens? Uh, she She's don't not die. even using her married name. Yeah, exactly. But they stay together. But almost every movie I've ever watched, they have this great relationship and one of them dies. I'm going to be paying attention. Yeah. Everybody else is too. Y'all, 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 we're trying to get generate some, you know, feedback. So send us an email. Yeah. <laughs> the movie you're watching, you're like, yep, she dies. I just, Please confirm or deny. No, I mean, I'm. It, it's just, it's ridiculous. Um. Lady Hawk doesn't count, but other movies, you know, I can't stand movies that make me cry like that. Like, if I want to watch the real world, I'm going to go turn on the news, you know? Oh, and that's not even the real world because that's... Well, yeah, but I'm saying as if I want to if I want to cry, I can watch the news and cry. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I want a movie that takes me away from that. Anyway, so... um, um Why? My notes got all messed Are up. Are we talking so we're, about Nehemiah? Well... The joy of your Lord is your strength. I don't know yeah. why I have it there. And I think what happened is I started typing and I missed the whole thing. Um, I have. Oh, 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 yes, 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 yes. Okay, sorry. Got I it. Where we were, where. Okay, so the second we part. So we sidetracked. Yeah, sometimes. we do. Sorry. We were talking about all the kissing. You know, I forgot. Okay, yeah. so. <laughs> Next one is, for your love is better than wine. All right, so that's a nice assembly. You know, love is better than wine. So. Either she really loves her wine or we got a different point here. Uh, and we did say, <laughs> I mean, I know some women who do, but 
The joy of the Lord is your strength. Okay. So why that's there, I'm not really 100% sure, but I do like that verse. So it is ironic, though, that when the Holy Spirit was poured out upon the believers in the day of Pentecost, some of the onlooker, onlookers mocked them, accusing them of having consumed too much wine, yeah. even though it was only nine in the morning. And that was from the good news. Um, I found that for the messianic good news. So when she's talking about wine, wine was more than that. Um, in Ephesians 5.18, it said... Um, or Psalms 4, 7 says, you have filled my heart with greater joy than than when their grain and new wine abound. And then five, Ephesians 5, 18, I wrote, not wine, but the spirit. And I've got to real quickly go to Ephesians 5, 18, because I'm not sure exactly what I was doing on that one. Hang on. That's why we have our Bibles. We're real ladies. Sometimes we just, you know. Oh, and do not be drunk with wine, in which is the dispensation, but be filled with the Spirit. So that's what he's talking about is, um, I mean, wine was important back then. I it mean, was it their was their main drink. Yeah, because it was actually, it purified the water. Yeah, because it purified the water. So they didn't get as sick as much with wine. So they did a lot with wine. And she's saying that this love is better than that. I don't need my wine. I've got your love. That's all I need. They depended on their wine yeah. like we depend on bottled water. Yes, because that is the the fermentation process killed all the bugs. Yeah. And um, oh, that's awesome. It also was used for cleaning wounds and all yeah. that fun stuff. And it was really important. So that's as why a she's medication saying, as yeah. well for surgeries. And so stuff. she's saying that this love, it's, you know, wine's important. Wine tastes good. It's important. It has uh, medical properties, but your love is even better. You know, and that's why we're we're seeing that one in there, and that's why we wanted to visit First Corinthians chapter thirteen four through eight. How does God define love? We're not going to go into details. And the reason being is we actually did a whole podcast on this, so you can go back down and find our one about what is love. Yeah, it's near the beginning of our yeah. podcast. But I did want to go through this because I'm going to go to a little bit more about love is better than wine. Love suffers long and is kind. I've never seen wine suffering long or being kind, right? I'm just joking. All right. So love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. But whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Where there is knowledge, it will be vanished away. So they're making it very clear that this is what we have to do to build our relationship, any relationship. And it's going to be hard. All right. It's, it's a lot easier to say, I love you than to actually live it. So many Christians today would rather say love is letting someone stay in their sin than asking that person to change. Love is not agreeing with sin, but it rather exposing it. And, and it's hard because friendships can be lost. You know, so that's why I wanted to kind of briefly talk about that love. That's what real love really is. So when we talk about love is better than wine, um, I was kind of searching the Bible for that, about wine in the Bible. And most people got dumb and drunk when they drank wine. Love shouldn't make you do anything dumb, right? Have you ever heard of that? Love is blind. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Should it be? No. No. Love should be like really eye-opening. Right. It's, it, love is supposed to be purposeful. It is not supposed to be whimsical. Yeah. Love is purposeful. In fact, it says in 1 Timothy 5.23, um, 
Wait. Oh, uh, I was thinking about that too. You know, the good Samaritan, he dressed the wound and, and gave him wine like a medicine. So first Timothy 523 says no longer drink only water, but use a little wine for your stomach's sake and for your frequent infirmities. So that's why she's saying your love is even better than wine. Even though there's, you know, love is not supposed to make you dumb and drunk. Wine is supposed, it's even, it's got some great qualities, qualities but this is even then. better. And um, we're actually going to talk about it a little bit more in, in a moment, but um, so, you know, drinking is between you and the Lord. So if you're one of those ones who have to have your wine, please don't, that's between you and the Lord. That is not what we're talking that's about. That's not what I'm here. talking about. It's not at all. Um, wine was super, super useful and important yes. back then. And what, what we're talking about now is how much more important yes. and useful yeah. and amazing the Lord's love is compared to what wine was right. back then. Because Jesus is better than wine. Okay. Wine is temporary. Jesus is eternal. Amen. All right. We are going to come back to this because the scripture comes back to it. You're like, why are you coming back to it? Because the scripture does. So we'll talk about it again. Wine is actually referenced all through the Bible. the Bible. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Jesus started because his first. it was first, important to yeah. them back then. They his first. So many reasons. Exactly. His first miracle was changing water into wine. Right. So, Very first miracle. Yeah. But are we saying getting drunk? No. Are we saying you should be drinking it instead of doing something else? No. <laughs> are we saying don't drink it? No, that's not a, oh, that's not that, our. That's between you and the Lord. Yeah, that's not us. That's you. Yeah, that's between you and the Lord. We don't drink it. Any, we did. We quit drinking a long time ago because we were working with the youth and we wanted to set a good example. We wanted to show them you can have a good time without drinking. Right. Well, I quit drinking because I was an alcoholic. Well, yeah. There's, so there's that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just saying, hey, yeah, even so though so we can't not, drink it anymore. We didn't do that. All kinds of reasons. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, between you and the Lord. Yeah, you do you. Yeah. Well, do you what the Lord says to do. Right. You know, like you said, like her, I was talking to Ray today. I was reminding him, you know, we were talking about something. He's got the SMXM. We got free. My husband just finally got him a new truck after 25 years. We Satellite finally, radio. Yeah. He's got the satellite radio thing going on. And he's like fine and all. And he's like, he looked at me. I said, don't look at me. I said, it would be useless in my car. I said, because the Lord and I made an agreement a long time ago. If I'm picking the music, it has to glorify him or I ain't listening to it. Am I telling everybody else to do that? Absolutely not. Am I going to take somebody's 80s music away? Absolutely not. But for me and the Lord, I had an agreement that I'm only listening to music that glorifies him if I'm picking it out. Yeah. If you ask my, you know. I love 80s. I'm sorry. That's okay. 80s and 90s. I love uh, it. Well, uh, I think I listened to it all the day. Uh, yeah, y'all probably did when y'all were riding around in yep. y'all new boop, truck. Boop, boop, boop. Yep, we are going yep. through everything. <laughs> um, but there is a running joke that when like Depeche Mode comes on, I need to get my black nail polish out. <laughs> I love Depeche Mode. Okay. Yeah. Well, he asked me one day, he goes, have you ever seen them? I'm like, no, because I never watched on TV or anything. I didn't have any of that. So I'm like, I haven't slightest clue what they look like. He goes, okay, good. Don't. Oh, crazy. <laughs> yeah, he crazy. Goes, if you look at them, you'll never listen to it again. Yeah. I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. How funny. Yeah. Flashback. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, back to Solomon, because yeah. we're talking about, and then we just want to make sure we understand, she's, she's really talking about, you know, we're, and, and the neat thing about Song of Solomon is we go back and forth, because you're like, oh, that's kind of, wow, we're just, whew, let him kiss me with the kisses of the mouth, his love is, your, for your love is better than wine, and all of a sudden you're like, who, who, who are you even talking about? What's going on? We go back and forth a lot in the book of Songs of Solomon. Some of it's going to be daydreaming. Some of it's going to be happening. Um, as we go through this book, we're going to see how it relates to the Jewish wedding, but not only that, but relate to Jesus coming back for the church. So in verse three, Songs of Solomon, uh, chapter one, verse three, because of the fragrance of your good ointments, your name is ointment poured forth. Therefore, the virgins love you. 
And you're like, wow, that took a turn. so related to chapter to verse two yeah wow where are we going (laughs) yeah so let's let's talk a little bit exactly so we're going to talk about we're going to break it down a little bit let's talk about fragrance and we actually see this in second corinthians 2 14 through 17 now thanks be to god who always leads us in triumph in christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place for we are to God, the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing to the one. We are the aroma of death leading to death and to the other, the aroma of life leading to life and who is sufficient for these things. For we are not as so many peddling the word of God, but as of sincerity. But as from God, we speak in the sight of God in Christ. So we're going to break it down just a little bit. Have you ever smelt really bad cologne, Joanna? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever smelt a cologne on a significant or smelt the significant other had a cologne that you can't stand to this day? Yes. Yes. In fact, when Ray and I first started going out, I looked at him and I said, hey, is there any perfume that I should never wear? He goes, absolutely. And I forgot the name of the perfume. I don't really wear perfume and it wasn't one of my one I was going to wear anyway. So we were all safe. But there are several things that I cannot I cannot stand the smell of Irish Spring. Mm-hmm. And I think the uh, Cologne Aspen, I cannot stand those smells because they always remind me of my significant other who was abusive. Yeah. And so that's so I when they talked about that, I said, I get it, because when you're a true believer in Jesus Christ, you should smell really great. You should have this beautiful aroma that people who hate Jesus is going to hate that smell. But people who love Jesus, they're going to want to, they're going to want that smell. And those who want Jesus are going to smell that and want to come to you. It's like you a know, magnet. Yeah, a magnet. Have you ever smelled something smell good and kind of follow the smell? Like, where is that smell? Where's that smell? Not cat box smell. Cause then you're like, oh, crud, where is that? Where the cat? <laughs> old cat no but like restaurant smell barbecue exactly. smell or you smell something you're like where is that smell and you're trying to find it your smell you're you should be so in jesus that you smell like him and you're attracting people to you that's mm-hmm. not even my note mm-hmm. y'all that was free um <laughs> that is what that's talking Freebie. about that fragrance is saying that you know because of the fragrance of your good ointment saying i'm attracted to that smell it's jesus i want to go after that smell it's somebody to smell like um ray uses speed stick i love the smell of speed stick you know, because when I smell it, I think of Ray. Yeah, it's a good. It's, it's a, good a good smell. Yeah, and it, you, you, so that's what I'm saying with Jesus. That when we have Jesus in us and we're in Him, we're gonna have this great smell that people want. Because we're supposed, remember, eternity is about relationships and taking people with us. We're not supposed to go into eternity alone. We're supposed to take people with us. Can we save people? Absolutely not. That's Jesus's job. Our job is to help build relationships and show them Jesus. That's our job. Show them Jesus. for letting us share our tools to become the women God created us to be. If we encourage you today, visit us at moderndayabigails.com. Remember, you are loved, cherished, and prayed over.